Hi everybody and welcome to day four of Stationary Freaks Advent Calendar. We're having a lot of fun recording these. Um, they do appear somehow though to be less structured than our normal ones and there's a lot less time, isn't there Helen? There's a lot less time. We have to actually really be on point for this. Yeah, to say that we're winging it is not entirely true, but it's, it's not, not entirely a lie either. <laughs> we we have planned these. Um, and today, actually, what we're going to do is we're going to build on yesterday's episode, which was all about, you know, um, I talked about the painted picture. Helen talked about how she uses values to sort of test the, the goodness of gold, which is really good, actually, really interesting way of doing it. I, we sort of jumped past the fact that I'm going to be using a single notebook, but Helen, you're actually going to be creating a new notebook, aren't you, for goals? I am. I have a notebook here. I mean, you know, stationary freak always have spare notebooks. And I have a notebook here that I got given at a careers fair uh, ooh, several years ago, pre-pandemic, you know, in the de- days before we had a pandemic. And it's a one from Google, the Google stand. So I have a little Google notebook here, which is just fab. So this is what my goals are going to go into. So you're going to have a separate one because uh, we've done an episode on journaling uh, number one and two, really, with a, during the advent. And we've also done a deep dive on that. But you're actually going to use two different notebooks, aren't you? One for journaling, one for goal setting. One for journaling, one for goal setting. Yes, because I yeah. don't keep all my stuff together for this. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Well, that's good because we've got two perspectives because I always just use the one notebook for all of that. Today, in this particular episode, we're talking about how many goals you should have and how long out should they be. So, Helen, how many do you typically have? And let's just frame this. You typically look at just one year's worth of goals, don't you? I tend to look at one year and the things that I am trying to do in this year are usually about nine months in size. That sounds ridiculous, doesn't it? But I find it really hard to think big enough to do a whole year. So I try and then usually I get it done in about nine months. When I do this exercise, and I do this exercise with my teams a lot um, over the last however many years, and they always get their their first years done in six months because it's really hard to think that big. Um, And because you're being actively proactive, actively... um, Actively proactive, that sounds good. Because you are actively working on these and progressing them, actually, you get far more done than you normally would. So suddenly you're making progress where you wouldn't normally. And so that's why they get done really quickly. Okay, cool. So how many do you how many do you have? I usually have anywhere between three and six. I try not to go more than six because Otherwise, I actually feel physically like I'm overwhelmed and I've got too much to do. Okay, we are very different. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if I ran out, Rob, I can always dial some more in. I'm not averse to changing the rules halfway through the year because it's convenient. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's good. Um, So these are all, uh, you know, acid tested against your values that you talked about in yesterday's episode. Yes, they are. Yeah. Okay, cool. And, And if it doesn't meet that muster, you don't do it. No, but well, yes, because I'm absolutely likely to fail if it in no way yeah. supports my values. There is no way I'm going to ever want to invest my time in towards doing it because it's not making me happy. You've got this nine month frame that you're working to. Do you set yearly goals and, and essentially take three months off or do you? <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm just trying to work out how the logistics and tactics of that work. So I'm absolutely, I could say I'm a natural procrastinator but actually chronic would be a better word so I have a 12-year goal that because I actively focus on it I make progress and therefore I achieve it usually but also I have these periods of complete procrastination where I don't do anything and those periods are where that buffer comes in so I build in Uh, time for me I don't know oh okay cool 
Cool. Good stuff. Have you ever tried to take on more than that, um, sort of three to six goals? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I find I get overwhelmed. I get... Um, I think I've got more on than I have. I think I can't do it, so I don't do anything. It's a prime reason to procrastinate. Yeah. So I have to be able to see the, the, the wood for the trees. But actually... If I achieve all those goals, as I've said, rules are only rules until they're not, as far as I'm concerned. So mm. if I got halfway through, ditched three of them and wrote another six, I don't care. It doesn't matter, providing yeah. I am making progress towards things that matter to me. Yeah, I think that being able to scratch a goal out and start again is, is a good thing. You know, I think some people persist too long on those goals yeah. that maybe aren't going to go anywhere. Um, equally, there's that bad work and hard work that happens with all goals, isn't it, when it becomes you know, pretty tough yeah. and you've just got to get through and you know that getting to the end is actually a good thing. It's always a difficult one, that though, isn't it? Do it you is. stop? Do you keep going? Is it is it worth it or not? Absolutely. And as a procrastinator, you never know whether you're quitting because you just yeah. bored now or whether you're actually, this is not making you happy, which is where the values come in. If I've measured them, I know this is something that I should be doing. This this contributes into my values. Yeah. So therefore, I, I can't use that procrastination Interesting. Yeah, we're, we're very different. Um, so <laughs> I, uh, you know, we talked about yesterday, um, the painter picture. So the painter picture for me is this rich, compelling tenure. And then the five years is halfway between, you know, now and then. And there's no goals set in the painter picture. The painter picture doesn't have any sort of goals set right, really around. It's more about what does my lifestyle look to be like? So for example, I want to, in 10 years, be making my biggest income from creating art, content, books, whatever. So there's no necessarily a single goal there, but it's more about a lifestyle. So in order to get to that and actually do that more than the consulting stuff that I normally do, I have to have goals along the way in order to build that. I'm not going to suddenly be able to make money from publishing stuff. Um, so for me, the five years is, for example, with Stationary Freaks, and you might not be aware of this, Helen, but I do have a goal for us. Um, and this, this is one of those that's always tricky because this goal is not entirely in my control. That's hard. So, family goals yeah. are like that too. When you say, where do I want oh, yeah. my family to be? You're imposing your will on other people. That's quite tricky. Exactly. But, you know, generally speaking, this is a passion project, something that we do for fun. We do. And really, it's sort of like, you know, I think, you know, we talked about it before. We get to a certain number of episodes and decide, you know, do we want to continue with this? So that's one of the goals is to publish that amount of episodes. You know, how well the episodes do, and this is an important part of goal setting, I have no control over that. We have no control at all whether this podcast is successful or not. What we do have control over is how we show up and turn up and whether we create something of value. But we don't really have the control over whether this is a number one or a number 10 or we make any money or anything at all, do we? No. And I think that's a really key aspect of goal setting is I think people try to control the things they can't and that's when it becomes tricky. And setting, that's the other thing, isn't it? Is setting measures against your goals for things that you have no control over. So if we set a number of downloads goal, and businesses do this all the time, they'll set a goal over which you have no control. And it absolutely is a hiding to nothing because if you succeed, you don't know how you did that. You couldn't replicate it because it yeah. wasn't inside your control. And and if you don't succeed, you know, people get pay cuts and such like that. Really <laughs> yeah. And then uh, just to sort of very briefly wrap up on, on that. So another five-year goal, for example, is to get 250 videos on my uh, YouTube channel. So that makes sense to break that down to 50 videos a year. And that's this year's goal. So 2021 was 50 videos. 2022 will be 50 videos. 
Um, sometimes I'll do less, sometimes I'll do more, but over the course of the five years, we'll get to that 250 videos. Will it be a success? Who knows? I have no control over that, um, but I do have control over turning up. Generally speaking, I have about 18 goals each year, which yeah, seems I've been overwhelming. <laughs> yeah, some are small. You know, one was to click complete Red January every year, which is for charity. You know, that's a small, smallish goal of doing some sort of exercise every day for a month. But it's done. End of January, it's done. One goal done. And I like to pick ones that are really easy to sort of tick off and then others that go throughout the whole of the year. And we haven't really had time to talk about measuring, but we are going to be talking about tracking goals, which is a similar sort of thing later on in this advent calendar. Yeah. Uh, so don't think we've just given you a whole load of stuff and left you to it. <laughs> there is, of course, uh, been advent calendar um, sort of challenge that we're doing. Helen, we have a challenge for you today. We do. So today is to go away and come up with a goal. Rob and I are, you know, very different in our approaches and we're sure every single person out there will have a different uh, way of deciding what they want to do in their life. We've shared with you how we do it because it might prompt you at the end of the day, come up with a goal today. Um, and obviously you're still writing in your gratitude journal every day. You could record your goal in there or you could do what I've done and put together a, a book specifically for your goal or perhaps what other people with bullet journals might do, which is create a nice spread for, I had to get it in there, Rob, a nice spread uh-huh. for your 2022 uh, goals, and you could put one of them on there. So you've got your list of values from yesterday. Now you've got a goal. Guess what we might be doing? Indeed. Indeed. This is all looking very positive indeed. Little habits of building goals and journals. Love I know. it. I love so it. Much, I so much fun. And with that, we are 20 seconds over our, our, our 10-minute threshold that we said we were going to only ever get up to. But that's been an interesting topic, actually, and fascinating to see the two different ways in which we do goal setting. Do you think we need to have a bit of a deeper dive into this subject next yeah. year, Helen, do you think? I agree. Goals yeah, are good. Good. We could do something in January. Yeah, yeah, good, perfect timing for it. Yeah. And with that, please join us on Instagram, Stationary Freaks UK, and use the hashtag Stationary Freaks Advent. Um, that's Stationary Freaks Advent for your chance to win a perfect notebook courtesy of Helen. So yeah, join us. Just post something onto Instagram. What we'll do is we'll collect anybody that's interacted on that hashtag and we'll put you into a sort of random prize generator and we're going to pull that in December where you'll get one notebook if you're the winner. And we're also going to do that again in March next year in case you're catching these episodes after Christmas. With that, Helen, day four done. How are you? I am enjoying this stuff. Yes. Good. Me too. Me too. Looking forward to day five. So with that, we shall see you tomorrow. Take care. Bye, Helen. Bye.